Wait, wait, wait. Before we start, just want to make sure we're clear here. While this podcast talks about sobriety, mental health, and addiction, it is not meant to replace professional medical advice. Welcome to Sisters in Sobriety. I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sonia. And we're ex-sisters-in-law, brought together in marriage and bonded through our sobriety journey. Join us as we talk sobriety, addiction, and everything in between. You're in for quite a ride. And our Substack is buzzing with amazing content from creative mocktail recipes to insightful courses and reflective exercises. There is something for everyone. Don't miss out. It's a great way to add some extra joy and depth to your journey. Check it out. Hi, all and welcome to a bit of a different episode of Sisters in Sobriety today. I'm Sonia, and I may not have my sister-in-law with me today, but I do have my sisters, you, the listeners. And the feedback we've been getting from you has been amazing, and so many of you have contacted us with comments and questions. So today, I want to take a minute to answer some of these questions. And today's questions, we're going to focus on social situations and how to navigate them sober. So a question we got asked more than once was, what do I do at a work happy hour? And navigating a work happy hour without alcohol is challenging. So there's a few suggestions I can make that will make it easier. And one is to plan ahead. So before the happy hour, prepare yourself mentally. Remind yourself of the reasons for avoiding alcohol and the benefits that you've been experiencing from sobriety. I always also carry a non-alcoholic drink in my hand. So whatever it is, from a sparkling water with lime, if they offer something a little more interesting, that's great too. And this can also prevent people from offering you alcoholic drinks. I also have a response ready usually. If someone asks me why I'm not drinking, sometimes if I don't know the person well, I'll just say, oh, I have an early morning tomorrow. You can say things like, I feel better not drinking, but really you don't owe anyone a detailed explanation, especially if you're not comfortable. You can also focus on networking. So shift the focus from drinking to making meaningful connections. Engage in conversations, listen actively, and use this as an opportunity to strengthen your professional relationships. You can also set a time limit. So decide in advance how long you'll stay. It's perfectly okay to make an appearance, connect with a few people, and then leave when you're ready. If you start to feel uncomfortable or pressured, it's okay to leave. Prioritize your well-being and sobriety above social expectations. And reflect on your experience. After the event, take some time to reflect. I do this all the time when I go to, for example, a cocktail party or something that's really centered around alcohol. Either that night or the next morning, I'll reflect on it and think what went well, what could be improved for next time, what would make me more comfortable. And this can really help build confidence for future situations and maintaining sobriety in social settings, especially work-related ones. It is a huge accomplishment, so be proud of yourself for navigating these challenges and staying true to your recovery journey. The second question we got a couple of times was, I'm going to a bachelorette party with my girlfriends. How can I navigate this sober? 
And in particular, our listener was going to Vegas and navigating a bachelorette party in Vegas while maintaining sobriety can definitely be a challenging situation, especially among friends who enjoy drinking. So here are a few strategies that might help. Prepare mentally. Before the trip, remind yourself of your commitment to sobriety and the reasons behind it. Mental preparation can be such a great anchor in moments of temptation or pressure. Communicate with your friends. These are friends. They're not work colleagues. If you haven't already, consider sharing your sobriety journey with your friends. They can be a great source of support. Let them know how they can help you feel comfortable during the trip. And a lot of venues in Vegas offer mocktails, so don't hesitate to ask for these options when you're out with your friends. Plan sober activities. Vegas also has a variety of non-alcohol-centric activities. You can suggest some of these as part of the itinerary. Going to see a show, sightseeing, spa day, gourmet dining experiences can really all be enjoyed sober. And have a support system on standby. Stay connected to your support network. So this could be your recovery coach, a friend, a support group. And if you feel overwhelmed, reach out to them. Set boundaries. Know your limits. And don't be afraid to step away if a situation becomes too challenging. It's okay to skip an event or head back to the hotel early if that's what you need to do to maintain your sobriety. Practice self-care. Prioritize your well-being. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, you're staying hydrated, and you're taking time for yourself as needed. Celebrate your successes. Every moment you successfully navigate this challenging environment is a victory. Acknowledge and celebrate these successes no matter how small they may seem. Remember, your sobriety is personal and unique, and what works for others may not work for you. So it's important to listen to yourself and do what feels right for you. Stay true to your goals and remember the strength it takes to maintain your commitment to recovery. You can also check out our Substack for answers to more questions. Head over to sistersinsobriety.substack.com. This was Sisters in Sobriety. Thank you for listening and being with us today. If you want to learn more about sobriety and meet your community, find us at sistersinsobriety.substack.com. Are you a sister in sobriety? Then reach out on social media. We'd love to hear from you. If you're feeling generous, leave us five stars and a review and follow us wherever you listen. You'll never miss an episode. Until next time.